is officially back in session we had another right mind section of the podcast and we we're back with hex for round two of mixing tips with hex uh, we did eqing vocals last time and today we're going to do some reverb for you guys so i'm super excited something that i really enjoy uh you know i wanted i actually want to learn more about to be honest because uh it's something that fascinates me throughout music and in general so uh, yeah so we're here back with hex hex how are you man good i'm chilling just had a uh, guest speaker episode with Hex a few weeks back. So anybody that missed that, make sure you check that out. And yeah, make sure you guys check out as well our episode one of this mini series. We're going to be uh, having Hex on the show periodically, probably once every month or so. And he's going to give us a, a new mixing and engineering, sound engineering tip. So like I said, today's is going to be reverb. He's going to take us through that today. And yeah, without further ado, Hex is uh, going to take us through the reverb. Um, so, alrighty. So first off, I don't know if anybody who's watching heard the, um, the last episode we had. So I'm just going to play a little chunk of the song. Um, I'll start to where my vocals come in, just so you can hear how it sounds. So passionate, but is it worth it? All these thoughts in my mind and I don't think I'll see the 30 These visions blurry, it's 2020, but I can't see who hurts me. The mirror curtsies can't fade away wanna smile but i can't feel my face every day that i wake i'm okay but in the end i'll be lost in all days mm. Yeah, so basically, um, so we went over EQ last time. So just carving out the tone of the vocal and um, it kind of uh, good. It's good that we went over that first because when talking about reverb and effects like that, um, it's important to utilize EQ to also carve out uh, the shape and the tone of your effects too, which is a big thing a lot of people don't do is they kind of just throw the effect on and just think that they're done. Um, but that's not really the case. So to start off, um, let me just do this little section here. Okay. So the way logic is every, um, DAW is different. DAW can be logic, pro tools, um, Ableton, FL studio, all those softwares for making music. The way logic is, is over here or in the mixer is another view of looking at it. So this little strip right here is taking care of this track that I have highlighted, right? Or um, this folder I have highlighted right here that encompasses all of my lead vocals. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't feel my face. So when you're listening, there's a lot of dancing effects and a lot of reverb and stuff like that. When you're listening to just the vocal, um, you don't really hear all that stuff like right in your face when the beat's there, um, as you can tell. All of those effects sound like 
more like echoes and just ear candy rather than like things you're looking for in the vocal. Um, it's more of a feeling thing. So that's that's the goal here. So sorry, that, I, I kind of went on side, got sidetracked there just explaining that. But basically back to the way Logic is. So over here is all my plugins. Um, and then here are things called sends. So I'll look briefly in like two minutes explain what sends are. So the way it goes is it starts at the top. Okay. So you have um, the input of this is bus eight. So this is the vocal that is being, that is the main vocal. Can't fade away, want to smile, but. So all that vocal has on it is auto-tune. So basically what that would sound like is this, just with nothing else on it. Can't fade away, want to smile, but I can't feel my face. So then that audio, after putting that plug-in on, so that's the auto-tuned vocal. It goes through bus eight, which basically is just, um, you're just pretty much, you're sending it to this folder. That, so then you can do these effects right here, all to this track with just the auto-tune and this track with um, auto-tune and a couple other effects I have so that you can affect all of them at once instead of like copying, pasting the plugins can just do it all in one so now all these plugins right here i just disabled the other ones all these main plugins right here in this in this main strip take care of shaping the vocal without effects and when i say effects i mean like creative effects like reverb delay um things like that those um are more like spacious things but the, this stuff is more for the tone of the vocal. It's compression, EQ, um, saturation, like to give the vocal more grit, things like that. You want to add these here. When it comes to reverb and delay, you want to use them as um, aux tracks or sends, quote unquote. So what, what those are is, so this vocal went to bus eight and then to um, a folder so that, uh, through through bus eight so then these these plugins would affect this vocal also but the the ascend the thing with ascend is it sends it to a separate auxiliary track so a separate audio track that you can't place audio on like i i can i can move this audio around you can't do that with an aux track um but you can do it with these regular tracks here um so an aux track is basically like a separate track it's like a copy of it so it's really confusing but just bear with me so if i turn this on right it says it's sent it's bus 10 so basically this vocal right here that came from bus 8 and from here so this is all the same audio it goes through all these plugins and then hits this to bus 10 and then this auxiliary track right here which is down here it's input is bus 10 so this sending a copy of this vocal out to bus 10 meaning that it's sending a copy of this vocal to this l verb track right here so it's copying the vocal so if, essentially if i had and it's only sending 
negative uh, 14 dB instead of the full signal. So it's only sending a percentage of it. So I can send more or less of the vocal to that, that track. So if I shut all these plugins off on this aux track, right, it's just going to be the, the, the vocal you hear here, except um, I can affect how much of it. Can't fade away, wanna smile but I can't feel my face Every day that I wake I'm okay, but in the end I be can't fade away So it's just a copy and then here is how you affect how much how much of this copy you're sent How much of the original you're sending over to the copy But since it's a copy, you can then add effect, effects at full strength Like reverb Right here, let me shut these other things off. So I have it soloed right here. Smile, but I can't feel So that's basically just reverb, no lead vocal. So then you use this knob to affect how much reverb you want. And in, so now I could take this plugin and put it over here and then use one of the knobs, uh, use this knob right here to affect how much and like how much blend I want with the lead vocal and reverb. Um, so the higher up it is, the more reverb and less lead vocal. The lower it is, the more um, lead vocal, less reverb. But instead of doing that, I just crank it all the way up and send it through a copy so that this lead vocal isn't getting turned down at all when we use more reverb it's just saying the exact same. It's staying static and it's just making a copy of it and um, just reverberating the copy instead of reverberating the original. Um, Mike, you, you lost, you, you got me. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. I'm just, <laughs> I know. I just, in. I know it's when, it, when you start talking about buses and sends is super uh, weird terminology like that. It gets confusing, but Right. I feel like there's, uh, there's a sense of, um, like I was talking to you about this a little earlier before we started. I feel like there's, you asked me like, Oh, what should we do today? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know the verbiage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know certain things like that, but when you say the thing, something like reverb, that is something that I do know. But like you said, these other terms like bus send, um, I guess just maybe a question for me, maybe somebody that is very more ignorant to this kind of stuff. What does, what is, is bus and send? I mean, a send kind of makes sense to me, but does bus stand for anything potentially? Um, so ascend is just, um, like an area of the, tr of the strip right here. So like, ascend, okay. like these are sends and these are inserts. Okay. But like, meaning like, it's like how you name, like the type of slot it is, I see. Like, I see. what you can actually put there. So you can only put plugins here. So it's called an insert cause you're inserting, inserting plugins. Right. But right here you can only use buses cause you're sending things to a bus. That's why okay. they're called sends is cause you're sending to a bus. Okay. Um, as far as buses, you bus, meaning that if you had five children, right, mm -hmm. uh, and you, they're all taking math class, mm -hmm. they live in separate houses, but they have to get to the same math class. So a bus takes them to the same math class oh. to teach them the same thing. You I guess. That? Yes. Well, you're putting it into terminology that makes sense to me. So I appreciate that. <laughs> that's the best that's the best way to describe it so the a bus is basically just the transportation from one track to another great okay yeah Good so like i said i'll go back to this now now that that might make a little bit more sense this uh this lead vocal right here um is just what it is with autotune yes There's no other effects on it then i'm sending it to bus eight and then bus eight it's being carried with by bus eight from this track to um 
higher up in the hierarchy. So that's an, it's encompassing not only just this track, but these other three tracks too. Okay. So then when I put all these effects on it, it's affecting every single one of these four tracks at the same exact time. I see. I see. Yes. That makes sense. And then I have, when I, when I solo this, I have. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel my face. Driest of the dry vocal. There's no effects. Like when I say effects, I meant like, um, like spatial effects, like reverb, delay, things like that. Rick reverb. Now, yeah. if you want to add those, you just using a bus, you send the dry audio to, you send a percentage of the dry audio out mm -hmm. to an auxiliary track, which is this L verb track that I made. And here is where, like I said, it's just, it's just a smaller percentage of a copy. Can't fade away. So it's just quiet because I'm only sending a partial percentage of this over mm -hmm. as a copy. And then I'm putting reverb on that track at full capacity. So it's strictly reverb, no dry vocal. So then it has that reverb sound. Now when you un when I unsolo it, and then I just solo um, the vocal that includes the reverb, you can hear the blend together. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel. I see. So yeah. that's both of them together. Right here. Yeah. So now, if I want to add. Can't fade. If I want to add more reverb, I can do this. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel my face. Every day that I wake, I'm okay. But in the end, I be. Can't fade away. Want. You try to find a balance using that little knob right there to pretty much determine how much of. Um, how much of the original dry vocal you're sending into the reverb. Yes. Instead of turning this reverb track up and down, you just uh, determine how much you're sending to it. So that, that's the essence of creating a, a reverb instead of just slapping it on. Got it. Is there a rule of thumb that you have in terms of how much reverb you're using on a certain vocal, or does it, does it depend upon the type of track and the effect you're going for? Yeah. So, so, all right. So when you go for more R&B tracks, whoops, when you go for more R&B tracks, uh, more melodic, you know, stuff like that, it's less in your face and more backed in and like more um, wrapped around by the beat. The beat hugs it, hugs the vocal more. If you've mm -hmm. noticed like in rap vocals, like rap, meaning like hardcore, like uh, lyrical rap with like no melody, it's more in your face um, and aggressive. So there's less, they might use um, a smaller reverb. So it sounds like they're in a smaller room and it might be tucked away in the back in volume. Like okay. really low. Um, but with these, I use a two second delay. Me, I mean, uh, decay. So basically it's like, see how it says large church. Mm -hmm. So it's basically emulating like you're in a large church, uh, okay. like a church hall. Um, and then what this does is, that means it has a longer decay. Now I can take this decay knob and turn it up and you, you can listen. The reverb will go on. So like it, it, it takes really lengthy. Yeah. It's yeah. Like six, six and a half, 6.25 seconds to actually decay out and fade away. 
me away. Ha ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, yeah, but I said it to 2.0. Uh, so I don't know. I just kind of, I, I just was listening and just. Listen. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's more, it's less about numbers and more like what sounds good. Right. Tip, obviously an audio. Um, so I just said it around two seconds. Cause that sounded good to me. And then, yeah. And then the other knob that I turned on this was pre delay, which is basically when you're, when you, um, when you're in a tunnel or you're in one of these churches, right? When you yell, the voice doesn't, the, the reverb of in the, in the room doesn't just happen as you're yelling at the exact same moment. The, your vocal has, your voice has to bounce off the walls first and has to bounce back into your ears for you to hear the echo and hear the, the um, pre-delay of the reverb. So if I put the pre-delay at zero, you probably won't really notice much of a difference, but um, it sounds less natural. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't feel my face. But if I turn it up. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't feel my f- Yep. So uh, I had it down like around three milliseconds. I, when I mixed this song, I was less worried about pre-delay. But now I really dial in pre-delay uh, based on like math. So I actually have my own plugin that I coded, which is funny. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why it's called your company, but I made a reverb calculator. So basically, um, you just type in the BPM. So this is 165. And then you choose your type of reverb. So for this, it's like a large plate, which is usually like those like. Um, Can't fade. Oh, and it says the pre-delay should be around 22 milliseconds and the decay should be 1.4 seconds. So I did a little longer of a decay and um, I did a little short of a pre-delay when I was mixing this song. So the song still came out fine without the exact measurements. Right. But um, those calculations are what makes it sound as close to real life as it probably would. Interesting. So, wow. yeah, that's 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 what I usually use now is that that plugin. Um, so yeah, any other questions you have so far? I have, I, and then I'm, I'm going to go over these two, plug, why I added these two other plugins. Yeah, definitely. No, I just, I'm just kind of uh, amazed at, I guess how, um, like the way you're explaining it to me, like using the church example, the hallway, and then the busing, like it all kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? Like if you, if you're not, if you're not like, like you're right, because it does take, when you're echoing, it does take however many milliseconds or seconds for it to bounce back so you're almost trying to emulate that in a song but how it is in real life i don't know i just i just find some of the um the connections very interesting like that that it actually does connect to how we how we interpret sound as like human beings you know like in real life it's like that the reason why having a higher pre-delay like that with big reverb sound sounds the best is because that's what we hear in real life Mm-hmm. I saw a YouTube video and it was like um, stuck on reverb. Uh, listen in real life. It's like instead of diving deep into like the knobs in your in your DAW, you should just go outside and be like, okay, like in what areas does my voice sound like this? You know, right, like right, I right. can I can take a reverb plugin and make it sound like you're in a bathroom because in real life I know what it sounds like being in like a tile bathroom, mm-hmm. and then. And I know because I know how to use the software and I've been practicing with it, I know what knobs to turn to make that sound. So it's good to actually like observe uh, 
real life situations um, because that's why people like certain things in music for sure. Super cool. Yeah. Really, so really. the um, other thing, what is this? Did I... Okay. So yeah, we're back to this. So like I said, this L verb track is literally just a copy of, um, of the lead drive vocal. Now, before hitting the reverb, right? So again, this is what it sounds like, the, the copy of it. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't feel my face. Every Alrighty, so then I have this plugin right here, which is a de-esser. So I have it on my lead vocal, which is funny. Um, oh wait, do I even have it on there? Oh yeah, I do at the end. So this basically takes down the S's. So as you can see. Cafe. Oh wait, no, I'll use this example actually. So okay. I have, they're two different plugins from different companies, but they do essentially the same thing. They just take the S's in your vocal when you're recording and they just pull them down to like smooth them out because S's can be really sharp and hurt, hurt the listener's ears. So you want to make sure those are smooth. So basically all I did was um, I took uh, one of the presets, which was like high cut split band. So it's basically like the frequency range that your voice um, says an S. Hmm. It basically just drops it all the way down when the S is hit. So it like waits for the S to hit and then it snatches it and pulls it down in volume. So I, I cranked this all the way up. So it's 100% wet. None of the, the, the before vocal is involved. It's only after the de-esser uh, is engaged. So it's like complete de-essing. And I put the amount knob all the way up because I wanted to make sure there were no S's. I wanted to sound like I had a lisp. So can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't feel my face every day. If you can, if you can hear that versus. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't. The word smile, you can really hear it. Can't fade away. Wanna smile, but I can't. The du the S's will duck out. So the reason why you want that before your reverb is. If you listen to the word smile with the reverb, it's like, and it's like a, it's like a, like a wave of like high annoying frequencies. Um, and that can be apparent in a song when you don't want it to be like when a really loud S happens in the song, it'll just like ripple through the whole song uh, with the, the reverb will ripple like that. You don't want that. So I usually put a de-esser before my reverb and smash the hell out of it. So there's the S's are completely smoothed out with no sharpness whatsoever before the reverb. So it's like smooth. Um, and then after that, back to an EQ. Um, I put an EQ to take out the really high frequencies because the human ear only hears really high frequencies um, when you're facing the person and, and you're close to them when you're like talking to someone. So like if you've ever noticed when you talk to someone and if I turn around like this, all the high frequencies in my voice are gone. Every, all the high frequencies in my voice really go away because I'm not facing the microphone or in real life, I wouldn't be facing you. I would mm -hmm. be facing away. Because reverb is just a reflection. There's not a lot of very high crystal clear frequencies. It's more like washed out. Mm -hmm. So I filter those out here. And then um, same thing with low frequencies. There's not a lot of body in my vocal. So um, these low frequencies down here wouldn't exist um, in, the, in the bounce back 
in real life. So I cut those out too. However, they're uh, around this range right here, like the 63 to like 250, there would be, but I don't want those because I'm trying to use this tool right here, the EQ to blend the reverbed copy of my vocal with the dry copy. So my dry copy right here had a lot of um, buildup in this frequency area. So with, if I didn't cut it out, the reverb and the lead vocal would clash and wouldn't sound very meshed together. It would just sound like they're smashing together um, and they would, they would be in each, in each other's way. But in order to make space for that lead and really let it sit up front, um, I just took a huge band and just pulled it down. As you can see, I pulled down a ton right here. So um, I'll show, I'll boost this and show what I was taking out. To see how it's, it's a wicked thin now. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that's what I, that was the goal I was nice. going for because then, because the lead vocal, if you can hear that, that, that area, like that body, it has already has good body under it. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel my face. So if I also had that, it would be a disaster. It would, it would sound very messy. Mm -hmm. uh, if I take that off, you could hear. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel my face. Can't fade away. Want to smile, but I can't feel my face. So the reverb is lighter in the background instead of being so heavy. Um, so that way, that way I give it a constant blend throughout the song and it makes it sit well. Instead of having to like pull the reverb down in volume, I just pulled out that frequency range so the reverb can stay loud, but still be in the background and, uh, mm -hmm. and let the, the lead vocal take, uh, take the stage. So yeah, and then I have, um, so that's how I did the reverb on the lead vocal. Um, it's the exact same thing because these tracks, so for example, I did there but <laughs> um, here for these oh so I didn't even put wow oh okay here's another thing so I did a delay I won't go deep into delay but as you can expect it's literally just a copy I same exact strategy I copy it over and then with the DS or and smooth it out so the S's are not in the way and then it's just a uh, delay plugin which takes the copy of the vocal and then just delays it by um, a certain time in the song. So, and then it echoes in the background. So instead of putting reverb straight on the lead vocal right here, um, I only put reverb, I wanted this to be up front more. So instead of putting reverb on it, I wanted it to be like aggressive. So if the more reverb I put on it, the more it'll soften it. So I didn't put any reverb, but what I did to keep it spacey was uh, I added the I had the delay to keep it echoey, and then on the delay track, all of the delays that were occurring right here. So that would happen, but then I would add a reverb to the delays. 
So the delays themselves, as they're echoing, have reverb on them. Oh wow! So then, so that was like that's like the trick I used to keep it spacey without like taking away the aggressiveness of the actual dry vocal. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I if uh here let me. So, now that's how it was, but if I turn it all the way up, you can like really hear it. See how like, now they're all reverbed out. Mm -hmm. um, if I turned it down, no, that's like back where it was. So that's just the trick, that's another trick I use with delay, utilizing reverb on delays, not just like the lead stuff just putting the delay on your lead vocal, putting it on everything and um, taking advantage of that is um, those, take advantage, taking advantage of like the routing here with the sends and things like that. You can get creative with the way you send things and, the, and um, when you use certain uh, tricks like that. Um, so those are, those, are, those are two ways you can use a reverb to really you can either use it as a direct copy of the original or you can use it as a copy of an effect and reverb just the effect, which is a, a, a thing that I discovered on YouTube um, when I was first starting and it like changed the way I mixed <laughs> for a while. So, yeah. Any really cool. questions I, you have? Yeah, just one. I don't know if this has anything to do with it might just be kind of um, a side piece, but I was curious as to. Like you say, S's have certain higher frequencies, like that S sound. Are there any other like, uh, vo like vowel or consonant sounds that have that? Like I've I've realized when I, just with with recording podcasts, like you know the reason why you have a pop filter is for those P's and T's, like when those very breathy, um, when you're when you're yeah when you're pushing out like that breath like the p and the t like they tend to pop and then you get like that so is there like a um is, is that kind of the same rule of thumb with t's and p's and and even um even k's potentially or is it more yeah so dsers aren't just for uh, don't just do s's basically what they are is multi-band compression so okay in a, in a just compression after at, when a voice when a part of the voice gets or not a part of when the vocal gets too loud so you set a threshold, and if the vocal gets too loud, it pulls it down. Okay. Okay, that's what a compressor is. Now, a de-esser is a special type of compressor where it only focuses on a certain frequency. So you can set it. So this one I have, um, it's between 5 kilohertz and 14 kilohertz, because so I can do audition, and it'll literally solo that range for me. It sounds like garbage. Hold on. So like the word mm, smile. Yes, I heard, yes, it. I heard it. Yeah. Like, it sh that sharp area is like horrible because like that like really ruins the smoothness of the vocal exactly. and like yeah. and it like makes it poke out when you don't want it to. It's horrible. So I um I'll DS that area and it will then fade off. Fade away, wanna smile but I can't feel my face Every day that I wake I'm okay but So yeah, that's that's basically it, but it doesn't just do S's, it does it just does anything in that frequency range. So F's 
like can't fade like yeah like that stuff like a lot of teas live in that area um and as far as bees and peas for for even for podcast purposes like you say you have the pop filter another thing i always do as you can see is everything below 85 i usually cut so i take a low cut and just pull it up to 85 because if i play the the vocal here that's that's where all your plosives live like the bees like all that stuff the air is is hitting the mic that's why i use the pop filter like and it like makes that like bassy sound yes so to double down on the pop filter you can also you also want to cut down all this stuff because all this stuff would be is like you hitting your microphone or like exactly and it's the same thing with the reverb back to the reverb like i have that extra filter down here because i just put a plug-in on that's like doing all this affecting on it so i want to make sure that that none of this stuff down here gets put back in with the reverb because then it's going to muddy up the bottom it's going to take up it's going to be super it's going to build up because it might not seem like a lot with this one vocal but i also have a beat that has a ton of bass in it i have harmonies in the background that also have might have bass if i don't take it out so mm -hmm. like cutting out all those big bass frequencies in those vocals is very important because they build up and will then make the sound the song sound very messy mm -hmm. okay yeah no so i was just curious because like when i was um just starting and, and it's funny because i even now when i edit my own audio um I can actually see I just, that's so funny. I just said, um, I actually see where the ums are. Like I can actually look at the frequency and be like, oh, there's an, um, I'm going to cut that. Like, like I can see it before it even comes up. It's really interesting. Yeah. So like the, yeah, when you look on the waveform, that's how I feel with S's too. Like logic isn't really good for it. Um, because logic, they're not very detailed, but in pro tools there, it's a lot more detailed the waveforms. Yeah. So like when I was working at the studio, I would be able to tell what's a breath um, based on the shape because it would be right. shaped like a like a teardrop like on both sides. So it'd be yeah. like, like this and then open up and go and smooth back out. And it's the same thing with S's. Like S's are like zigzags kind of because they're such sharp, intense sounds that they aren't smooth like that. Um, so yeah, that's like when you when you start to work with effects and things like that, like taking care of how, of the quality of the effect, because like I can just slap reverb on, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to sound spacey. It might just sound right. like garbage, you know, it might just sound like it's washed out in order to make it sound spacey. Not only do you need the right volume, just using your ears, which is like you can't really go wrong with the volume because it's an artistic thing. But when it comes to things like this, it's like an SC reverb never sounds good. Mm -hmm. uh, and like having like all this low end, this low frequency rumble in all your vocals, like building up like that never makes the track, improves the track, you know? So it's like, those are like basic rules of thumbs that I, rules of thumb that I do. And then, um, and then for tricks is the um, reverbing the delays like that was cool here. yeah that wasn't something i thought would be as you were going through it that that would be something that you would do but that's i mean it makes sense honestly now that you, you the way the way in which you put it it's it's like it uh i i never thought of it either when i started and then like just from watching youtube videos and some right and i was like oh that's, that's genius so 
cool, man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean that that basically wraps it up. I mean, oh, right. and then this intro part right here. Let's see here. So passionate, but is it worth it? All these thoughts in my mind, and I don't think I'll see the thirty. That's a different reverb I used. It's um, it's the same plugin, but instead I used um a different. I don't even know. Hall C one. Yeah, I don't even. I just <laughs> went through until it sounded good. It's four four hundred and seventy seven milliseconds instead of two seconds, so it's super short. So that's why it sounds like small. Um, and then I kept the pre delay was the exact same, but yeah. And then I just um sent that um sent that and then essentially did the exact same thing yeah i just copy and pasted these these two plugins and then just changed the reverb plugin to make it a different sound so uh because i was doing the telephone effect so passionate but so i wanted it to sound like it was like extra bad <laughs> so like that bathroom sound like that's yeah. that's the sound i'm talking about like so the, those small reverbs sound like bathrooms, so I yes. wanted to go for that sound, and that that ended up working for that part. And then I switched over to a big spacey reverb to like go from like really like lo-fi, um, like bad quality, quote unquote, and it like opens up into like the full frequency spectrum, like super wide, super um, bass clarity, and like that's what really made the drop what it was like right here. The mirror curtsies. How vocal comes in, like when it goes from the telephone to that, like switching those reverbs was uh, crucial for me. So, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Awesome. That was great, X. Thank you so much for that. Uh, so we've had EQ vocals, we've had reverb. I think we we mentioned a little bit of cr uh, compression in this episode, so maybe compression can be the next one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that I did that little spiel, you, you probably uh, yeah. a little good. Yeah, perfect. A little, good, good little segue into our, our next uh, episode. Episode three will definitely be on compression, no doubt. So, but uh, yeah, no, that was great. Thank you so much for that. And, and I hope that anybody that was listening to this episode, that it helped you in some way, shape or form uh, with your uh, own practice with mixing, mastering, sound engineering, producing, whatever it is you are uh, working on with your sound quality. I, I hope that this, this definitely helps and that these, these uh, um, tips are helping. Uh, drop us a comment on YouTube or drop us a comment on Instagram on this post. Let us know uh, what other skills you want to learn about and that uh, that Hex could potentially take us through. Because uh, I think it would be great to have, uh, you know, some say with uh, some of our fans and, and audience that are that are actually utilizing these. You know, what is it? What is it that you want to learn? Uh, so basically drop us a comment. Hex is going to tell you guys where to follow him. And he has his own uh, uh, service as well, mixing and mastering. So I uh, take it away, sir. Yes, so um, ITSH3X on Instagram is my main artist page. Um, it's where I really post everything about my music and stuff like that. Um, I have another Instagram page, which is mixed by H3X. Um, and it's basically where like I'll do all of my um, consulting for services and stuff like that for mixing. And uh, occasionally I post some tips on there too. Um, and then my YouTube channel, I don't know if I plugged this last time, but, um, it's hex TV. So H three X TV. Um, I do like breakdowns and like how to mix your vocals, like the kid Leroy or like post Malone or stuff like that. Um, so it's very similar to the, the setup here where it, with a 
uh, screen share and stuff like that. And you get to, I get to walk through my process. Um, and then on Twitter, it's also ITSH3X. And yeah, that's pretty much Perfect. it. Thanks so much, guys, for being here. Thank you, Hex, especially. And uh, we will be back with more mixing tips as well. We'll link everything he's talking about in the description. So his YouTube channel, uh, his artist page, as well as his mixing service page. So you guys can utilize that to the best of your ability or as much as you need to. And uh, yeah, so thank you again. As always, Hex, we appreciate your time. And uh, thank you guys to the listeners. Let us know. Drop us, like I said, drop us a comment. What do you want to learn about? And uh, until next time, I'm Mike and this is Hex with the Turntable Teachers and class is officially dismissed. Turn, 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 turn.